this is K-A-O-P, AM 1045. My name is Danny. I'm Joseph. And I'm Nicole. And we are Accents on Purpose, a weekly radio show that brings you all the music that's been happening in Seattle, the Pacific Northwest, and beyond. Every week, every song. Every week, every song. How many watts we got this week, Danny? Uh, let me check, let me check uh, the, the gauge. We're at 88 watts. 88 watts, just like we promised. Uh, that last song you just heard was... Uh, Mysterious Skin with Skin Suit. Ooh. Uh, they will be playing this Saturday, uh, November 7th, at the Black Lodge yep. with Humming of Death, Lysol, tour kickoff. I'm excited. You that love Lysol. Yeah, I love Lysol. We played a lot on the podcast. They're, they're on the radio show. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's right. And a couple other bands. Uh, so, Nicole, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, I'm drinking some cider uh, in honor of Joseph, who can't drink gluten. Thank you. I, yeah, I can't drink gluten. Not because I hate that everyone keeps trying to give me like jarred gluten for me to eat. I'm always giving you jarred gluten. Uh, I was pleased when I saw you walk in with that yeah. uh, dry cider. It's pretty good. They're not paying us to say the name, so I don't want to say it. But don't say it's, it. It's don't out say there. It. Don't uh, say it. Danny loves advertising. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, we funny, gotta pay the bills. I funny you should mention that. Funny you should mention that because we got an email. We got contact. <gasps> Wait, by is man. this Correspondence Corner? Well, that's not yet. Not okay, yet. Yeah. You know, we'll get there. We'll get there. So we got contacted by a band that said that they wanted to come to our studio. They're going to be in Seattle. They wanted to come on air and come Motorhead? to our studio and play. God, I wish. No, uh, I don't know if I want to say, should we say the name of the band? I don't want to give them, like, we, we sort of talked about this, like, we don't want to have them on, but if we say their name, then they pretty much get free press to the thousands of um, listeners of AM Radio. They're horrible people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I went to their website, and they had, no, so they have a video where they tell you to watch it and click anywhere on the video, and you can see uh, what the name of their clothing and their instruments and where you could buy and links to where you could buy no. them. Their video is a giant ad for multiple things. That's really interesting. Because you was, love advertising. Yeah, it's like fuck you, just like go into advertising. Don't have a band be a vehicle for you to advertise these things. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you just want to say? I mean, you read their email. Yeah, it's not great. Oh, I want to say that they have a review on there, like about how it's the most groundbreaking musical experience you'll ever see, and it's from Yahoo Voice, Whoa. which is like not Yahoo. a taste-making blog whatsoever. Like, Yahoo, Vo- Yahoo? Yahoo Voice. Yahoo. Yahoo. So, Dude, I Joseph say, said Yahoo. Yeah, I always say Yahoo. You and, Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo. But I'm just saying, no one knows what that is. No one goes to get their musical advice from Yahoo Voice, and we barely even know what it is. They have a Grammy award-winning producer making their new record. Who is it? The producer. Quincy Jones? No. Can you pull up the email? Hang on. Oh, uh, okay, so the producer that they're going to be working with, Grammy award-winning, is Stuart Lerman. Who's who's that? Who's done Sufjan Stevens, St. Vincent, and Regina Spector. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, and they're playing at a coffee shop. Yeah, they're playing at a coffee shop down at Pike Place. What coffee shop? Oh, I'm not saying. Oh, free advertisement. Free advertisement. Danny and I have gotten in the biggest fight we've ever had about advertisement. <sighs> I say We'll talk about it another time. Yeah, it's because we're in Eureka. I think that's why. What's it called? Eureka. Yeah. Eureka. Uh, anyway, so, you know, Eureka. on this, hey, on this radio show, you know, we're dedicated to the music scene and we've had bands on, we've had people who've run labels, had people book shows. We've had people write about music, but you know, there's one element of a, of a music scene that, uh, or sorry, two elements of a music scene that's very, very, very important. Oxygen and hydrogen. Uh, you need one coffee to fuel up. everybody. 
through their creativity. And two, you need a public space where people can uh, meet and hang out. And I'm really happy that those two things are combined in Analog Coffee. And we have uh, the two co-owners, creators, founders. What does that say? Those are all uh, accurate. So if you two can introduce yourself and what drink you prefer to make for yourself. Uh, I'm Tim Hayden and uh, started Analog Coffee with Danny next to me and uh, the other Danny other Danny not the not the founder of this lovely podcast co-founder and <laughs> different co-founder of Analog Coffee uh, I probably first thing I drink in the morning is a macchiato mm. um, I think the name is kind of stupid but the, <laughs> the, the drink's kind of good yeah Danny I'm the other Danny <laughs> Danny Hanlon uh, co-founder co-owner of Analog Coffee I also tend to drink macchiatos but I also like a little mug of press in the morning, too. That's nice. Is that where you guys bonded over your love of macchiatos in the morning? And you're like, we should open a coffee shop. Yeah, we just... Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, that's the end of this episode. Crack that nut. Now, before, before we get to, to analog, let's go back a little bit. Tim, what's it like serving coffee in Georgia? Is it uh, yeah, I, I got my start. Research. Danny <laughs> has a, a team research. of investigators yeah. tracking you. Put me on the spot. I uh, I did get my start. I grew up in Georgia. Um, I got my start in uh, the coffee shop, which we're not going to name. What town the, was it? It was in Athens, Georgia. It's where I went to college, at the University of Georgia. I'll oh. name drop Public University. So many good bands. For a lot of good bands. It was a uh, is a great place to go to college. Um, and uh, the the shop they worked at was. Uh, Pretty shitty. You can curse on this yeah. on, on, oh, yeah. a, on AM yeah. radio. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the FCC. The FCC hasn't tuned to an AM radio station in years. I heard them say the F word on 103.7. Fuck that F word on 103.7. 100% the When it was the mountain. No, not the mountain. I thought that was the call letters. Like 103.7. Fuck. F-U-C-K. Someone should jump on that. The uh, yeah, I worked in a pretty shitty coffee shop in Georgia, and uh, I mean, I started working there when I didn't even like coffee. I didn't drink coffee, but I. Uh, Do you remember the first time you drank coffee? Yeah, I I, I was basically I don't know I like I would I was like slow into it. It's like the coffee wasn't good that we served. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I got it because uh, I needed a part time job. My girlfriend was getting a job there, and she. Uh, basically kind of finagled her way into getting both us both of us a job there and I I got it because uh, I thought it would help me sort of I don't know learn how to like talk to strangers and oh. that Meet sort of chicks. thing. Meet chicks. Yeah. Like, was, and with, even though we had a girlfriend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you don't know, know when the cold views. Yeah. Things don't last forever. It's re- yeah. it's <laughs> We're all young. It's a revolving door in college. So Whoa. It's like, not for me, but that's why I've read about <laughs> it's revolving door. door. Yeah. And yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great, uh, like regardless of the quality of the coffee, it's like a cool place to work and the everyone who hated the job there was like did cool things a lot of people in bands and yeah it's it's fun very different than being in seattle where people know more what they're doing so now danny what uh, made you decide to get a job at tully's well danny how'd you get uh, all this research just two days (laughs) good (laughs) talking coffee this is just common knowledge you know that about us is it public record that you work for tully's he hacked his resume for a (laughs) seattle (laughs) coffee (laughs) company uh so 
I had uh, an older sister who had a job at that coffee company. You have an older sister. I still do, right? She's still in the gym. Both of my sisters at one point worked for Tully's. Uh, I thought as a teenager it was a really cool job to make people coffee. Uh, And in my, I guess in my late teens, I got a job at Tully's on the east side. Did your sister kind of grease the wheels? I don't think that was a factor. I think they were they were growing and hiring a lot, so there were many low-paying jobs to be had. No, pretty much. (laughs) You grew up on the east side. I did. Oh, cool. Where in Issaquah? Issaquah, cool. I lived in Issaquah for a long time. I'm from uh, Carnation and Duval. Oh, cool. Yeah, further out. Yeah, just a little Little, bit. Yeah, Yeah. rural. Whoa! Hey. Uh, anyway, uh, you know Are we gonna edit out that tension? <laughs> what tension? Oh, it was just me. That was just me. That was just me. So, so I thought that working behind the coffee bar seemed like a really fun job. You had to talk to people. It was like the closest you get as a teenager to being a bartender. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. I quickly became disenchanted with that model of a coffee shop. As soon as I really learned about coffee, I was like, oh, I actually don't like this. I don't like a lot of the customers I have to interact with. And that that's not, I mean, that's not strictly true. But Tim probably had the same experience. Like, there's cool people and reasonable people who go into even crummy coffee shops. Yeah. But Location, location, location. I yeah, mean, yeah. If you yeah. work across street from a shitty coffee place, right. sometimes it's your only choice. That's yeah, right. of course. And I, I eventually ended up at the Tully's that used to be at Pike and Broadway. Oh, okay. right across from yeah. KFC. Which was like it's a Starbucks. Yeah, luckily now <laughs> it's a Starbucks. Got that Tully's out of it. But I, I used to like working at that shop because uh, I had just mo- like moved to the city from the east side and and it felt like a really sort of gritty place <laughs> to work. Gritty and, over the end. Yeah. And I got <laughs> it like I, I worked in the morning uh, really early and so, so the only people, people up nights. were like people like waking up that had been sleeping outside yeah. and the, the delivery trucks that go into KFC but yeah. it was it was a cool place to just kind of stand and watch the the whole city wake up and happen on that corner how did you end up at Verde? <laughs> well uh, I think <laughs> should we do it one more time or is that <laughs> no that's fine uh, okay let's keep going um it, I had just moved to Seattle in 2005, and uh, I got like a business degree in college and thought I would use it out here. And happy 10 year anniversary! Thank you. When yeah, is it exactly? Uh, oh, it was August. Happy yeah, August. Yeah, what? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> my well, my Seattle anniversary is August 9th. I was oh, okay. Maybe the same day. Really? No, it's was somewhere around it's there. It's August hockey day for me. That's August. <laughs> well, yeah, August 6th and then August 9th. Huh. Yeah, I know the order. Did you? <laughs> I moved to the area in August. <gasps> really? 1986. Whoa. 86? Damn, girl. Yeah. It's the end of summer. Did yeah. you see Nirvana? Uh, all the time. <laughs> Were you? Everybody Everybody smells Nirvana. like teeth. Yeah, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Yeah. Never spoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Uh, my nanny. Moving on. Too soon. The, uh, yeah, uh, Verite, um, it's, it's more proper to call it Cupcake Royale, but they were trying to sort of brand it as both at the time. Uh, yeah, it used it, to be more of a dual... Yeah, dual, like, coffee shop and cupcake shop. But yeah. anyways, and that's sort of what lured us into working there. So the we thought, we thought No, we thought <laughs> oh. it'd be a coffee shop. Oh, okay. and it, yeah. it, it, it wasn't as much, that's fine, but... 
I've actually I've never been to I've never been to it. So I, don't know about oh. it. I used it's, to go uh, to the one in Ballard when I first moved here. That was that's the one that we worked at. <gasps> that's the one. Oh my yeah. god! Did you work there in August two thousand nine? Because I was using um, that Wi Fi no. so hard. No. hard. There was a guy that worked there that looked like the guy from Maroon Five, <laughs> and I took his picture because he the likeness be? to the guy from Maroon Five. What was is like this? Did permission? No, that's weird. Did you ask permission? Did you show like a comparison, like side no, by just, side? No, just to me and my friend. Is that oh, okay. Adam Levine? Adam Levine, you yeah. got it! Right. So Proactive spokesperson. So you took a picture of someone to laugh at him with your friends? Not to laugh, to marvel at his... Yeah. That's still not. Like, to mock. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay, well, okay. <sighs> this podcast is taking a weird I can't turn. think of who that would be. Uh, he looked like so, Adam Levine. Okay, I don't know. So anyways, what was it about like you two that you decided like okay, we're we're different than everyone else who's working here? We had uh <clears throat> we had a really similar work ethic when we were there. We strong. It's a strong work strong. ethic. Strong. Yeah, yeah, right. 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 We're not not <laughs> poor, but good. <laughs> yeah. A strong, good work ethic. Um we had a lot a lot of ideas about how we could make our workplace better in terms of our enjoyment while we were at work and make better coffee. Uh, unfortunately, those views weren't shared by the management of the establishment, which we found to be very frustrating. Uh, but in our own way, uh, in a sort of very nerdy way, that was our first introduction to working out the, like the problems of a coffee shop or, yeah. or brainstorming how to make a business run smoother. We it, literally met outside of work and brainstormed ideas to improve the shop, which we had and no we stake in. we weren't managers or no, anything. No we stake, had no control of Very low of pay yeah. and very low job satisfaction, but we tried to make it better. Did you get way. free cupcakes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, so now, at what point was it like going, going between like, okay, Let's we're talking about ways to improve this. Let's actually like do this. Like, what was like the tipping point? There was a big break in between. Yeah, I mean, we worked together for six months. Maybe we didn't work together for very long, and neither of us worked there for even a year. But we made a lot of close friends there, and um, the yeah, we kind of split off. Yeah. I went on to work at Herkimer and then manage Herkimer, and Danny. I went on a trip. Yeah, went on a big trip. Long trip. A long, strange trip? It's pretty strange. Yeah, depending yeah, on who you talk to, yeah. sure. So you, you, you came back with long hair and a beard. You saw like, <laughs> yeah. Jerry when yeah. you were gone, yeah. man. Danny went to the desert. Yeah. He came back. Jerry was I there. Vision. Yeah. He was on the playa. No. <laughs> <laughs> Asking. So you're on the Sky Channel. Yeah, and you, and you see, of course. You see Jerry Garcia and you see What's him so? drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah, in a sweat lodge. And he says... Uh... Go back to Analog, Go back, man. find Tim. Find <laughs> Tim, man. <laughs> he needs you, man. <laughs> so, so, so what, was, what was it that brought you, like, made you actually decide to do it? The idea was sort of formed at that time. So, uh, and to go back even further to a gap in your research. I worked at uh, a coffee shop on campus of UW. Uh, called Parnassus. Oh, and I had in the art, art building. building. Yeah, and we it was student run, which uh, went back and forth between being a great idea and a terrible idea. But when I was there, I worked in with finals. No one was working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the hours were very flexible. So the when I was there, I worked with a woman who was really driven to make that place succeed, and she was like a 
art major, business major. And she was great about actually getting the orders right and, <laughs> and scheduling in an efficient way and holding people accountable for you know what they're doing. And then my part of it was that I was super serious about the coffee and really into it. And in a lot of ways, that was like we were playing like coffee shop owners because we had full full support from the university or from the school of art to just run it however we wanted to run it so no so do they serve tullys there because was it was it for a while no there's only tullys on campus yeah so how did they get out of, how did you guys um get out we operated there were two cafes on campus that operated outside of housing food services okay and there was one in the architecture school called design coffee and then the other one was parnassus and then design coffee fell and they were absorbed and then eventually Parnassus was absorbed because it was basically run into the ground. And then Starbucks um, took over. Yeah, I believe they got that contract. Yeah. Um, so th- you're welcome to Starbucks for that plug. <laughs> oh, because they fucking need them. <laughs> we will have any influence. Well, they don't. Pay, they don't buy any AM radio spots. I would love if a listener's like Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, maybe what's that? No, yeah, yeah, I should check that, that out. This, list. this yeah. is a cool podcast. I see them everywhere. Right? Just, 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 I thought uh, you were accidents on purpose endorses Starbucks. You're endorsing. I'm not endorsing. I'm just saying us talking about it won't influence their sales in any way, shape, or form. Then why can't we talk about that band that you? Fine, they're called the Accidentals. I'm like, no, yeah. no, no. Oh, they want to be on the podcast. Oh, shit. I, my mom loves the them. Because the name... They did write Because uh, the name works out? I don't know. I mean, they did write I don't know how they... They're can, like, accidents on purpose. This is perfect for us. They made a joke. But yeah, like... They, they said, that can we come by the studio? Quote, felt like I should reach out to accidents on purpose because of your name. Dot, dot, dot. Ha, ha. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, they're called it's the like X-Men. Don't like a meat cube kind of no. thing. Yeah. Enough about that. But no, oh, but um, <laughs> wait. Speaking about like weird Why things so with Starbucks. Here's your fucking plug. There <laughs> was this crazy lady. Danny and I have a bit of this in our dynamic, what where sometimes things go up to the next level. They Danny, up, yeah. Danny. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a healthy it's, it's competition. A yeah, it's a dairy feedback. Have you guys seen Muppet Christmas Carol? Oh yeah. Yeah, with you last Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> we all did with you. <laughs> Uh, it's a Thanksgiving tradition in my home, but uh, in Muppet Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. they musicalize the Scrooge and, you know, Charles Dickens story. And there's a song called Marley and Marley. Yeah. We're Marley and Marley. Yeah, it's good. And that's the when you said Danny and, and Danny. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what oh, I thought of. That. You guys in sure. chains. Is there some sort of pageant that we can do that in? Yeah. <laughs> Because everyone will think it's... I like... Do the rats... The rats get a lot of screen time in that. Oh, Rizzo? Yeah. It's yeah. really good. He fucking yeah. crushes it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Michael Caine's best work, I think. Jaws 4. Thank you very much. He Still did. John. The, the shark goes to Jamaica to get rid of it. Yeah. He does say, he's like, yeah, I've like, never seen like, the movie, but I've seen the house that I built. That's what he says about it. Pretty good. Whoa. Uh, I was going to say something about Starbucks, but we're too off topic. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Danny and Danny. Not to take over your podcast. Can I? We want the guests oh, yeah. to talk. We decided that a while ago. So, so that was my first introduction to like being in control of a coffee shop, feeling like I could tailor it to how I wanted to set it up. And we had the opportunity to renovate it partway. And I I, um, I had met this guy, Scott Richardson, who was delivering coffee for Cafe Vita at the time. And he was our main delivery driver and like service tech. 
uh, and I think at the time he was roasting. But he basically taught me uh, how to take apart an espresso machine, put it back together, work on all the, the stuff. And so during this process of renovating the cafe, I learned a lot about the equipment and the necessary plumbing and electrical. The nuts and bolts. Exactly. So it was super valuable to me and I was really interested to learn it. And then Cupcake Royale was actually an account of ours at Parnassus and that was my that was my like my in. And I, I knew the manager because I'd been emailing her about orders. And so I, I asked if they were hiring and then Tim and I met there. Just when you were upping the order or, or reducing the order, you asked, are you also hiring? Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, <laughs> sort of strange. So, okay, one, thing, <laughs> one thing that, like, oh, like, pisses me off about a lot of people is that <laughs> they... they the Danny News. Is this story. a segment? <laughs> of the, yeah. No, like, sometimes... One angry man. No, sometimes people will, like, go into a coffee shop or something and, like, they'll be like, yeah, you know, I, one day I would just, like, just love to do this. Just to, like you know, give up this job that I have and I'll just open a coffee shop. And they think it's like an easy thing to do. I was about to say that. (laughs) The subtext is because it would be so easy and fun. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, I'll just give up the care, like all the care. There's no stress. And and they say the same things about bookstores. They say the same things about record stores. And it's like, fuck you. Like, this is... This is a real job. This is a real job. Like, we do work. And like, uh, and it's like, obviously, you two... Like that wasn't it. It was like you two just you know knew what you wanted to do. You wanted to make the best coffee shop yeah, to work yeah. at, and maybe to go to. It seems like yeah, Tim was a trial lawyer, lawyer and I was. Uh, a, yeah. they I was an investment banker. Why did you quit your yeah. sort of jobs making Ooh. coffee? Yeah. Just yeah. coffee. And I just I hate that. I hate that like attitude, and it's just really annoying. That means you. I mean, am I wrong that like no that no we, that literally we still, happens. We encounter yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's, uh, but for us, it was when we opened it as a calculated risk. Like we knew people working at other coffee shops, uh, especially uh, for myself working at Herkmer as a roaster, they get people all the time wanting to carry their coffee and wanting to start a shop. And for the most part, it's people who've never worked in coffee before who want to start a coffee shop. And so they don't have a realistic idea of what it takes and yeah. hours you have to put in and all that. And I would add to that that even it's com- it's common for people in coffee to want to open up their own shop. Oh yeah. And we had friends that had gone through that process, and we'd seen you know them fail, and some people be successful, and so it was important to us that we had everything lined up to a point where we knew it was a sure thing. How yeah. long? How long did you plan it before you actually like opened? It's probably like two to three years. Really? Of like meeting ser- on a regular, like we don't meeting on a weekly basis. So. Right. Because we opened about <clears throat> five to six years after we met. Yeah. And, and so a couple years in, it's we probably started like 2008 like, that we started meeting on a regular basis. We both had cool. other coffee jobs. Yeah. I managed a bakery. Tim was at Herkimer. Yeah. And we both liked our jobs. That was like the weird thing. It's just that we knew that there's a ceiling on it. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, we were both working for other people's businesses. So, like, while we had a lot of influence, it wasn't completely ours. And we yeah. knew that what we wanted to do didn't quite exist. I mean, friends all the time talk about opening up their favorite bar or whatever, that sort of thing. And so we just kept at it. And I think probably just tried to, you know, kind of make each other chicken out, but (laughs) neither of us did, so. Well, the other thing, and this this isn't as, I think, much of an issue now as it was like like maybe like 15, 
18 years ago, but people who just open up a coffee shop waiting to get bought out. Like, they, they have the idea of, like, oh, I'm to make this, like, cool thing, sure. like, you know, make it kind of cool, and then just wait for someone to make me an offer, like, disappear. Where, once again, that obviously isn't what you two did. It's a great idea. We're, I, I like we're open to it. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't who, happened yet. Who would no. you want to buy you out? Oh, it's not Stumptown? Hoover. Stumptown? Yeah, it's not Hoover for how much. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can get Stumptown. Yeah. You could get Vita. Stumptown or its parent company. Yeah, Pete's. Yeah. Pete's. Stumptown isn't Or Pete's anymore. parent company. What's yeah. Pete's parent company? What is that? As a huge... I think it's Johnson & Johnson. Like, oh. uh, <laughs> holding yeah, group that has interest in, like, beverages, like, throughout the world. Coffee and... Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. I didn't know Stumptown was owned by someone else. They just it, got... It just happened. Bought, bought oh. like, a week or two ago. Yeah. May, no, maybe, maybe I'm mistaken. It may be that Pete's uh, is owned by itself but mm. then the the company that had invested was well, lucky sometime our, before lucky for our listeners pete's uh is coming up next week yeah mr pete himself and i'm like dude why is the t at the end it's so stupid. what's the deal <laughs> so danny tea, tea did you used to did you ever work in a coffee shop uh was that a coffee and wine store by chance <laughs> Ha! Hi, Nicole. Hi, Danny. <laughs> How you doing? What was that coffee shop? Uh, yeah, I worked. I worked at several places. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you worked at the. Um, I worked. You know what? Once I worked at a coffee stand that was in the courthouse of Cleveland. Wow. And it was funny because sometimes I would see people and they were like not happy that I saw them because they had to go to court for some reason. That's pretty funny. Um, it's not really what we were getting at, I don't think. Did you work? Did you work in that little coffee shop in the QFC building on Broadway and Mercer too? What? Oh, that was maybe your friend Henrico worked there. Yeah. What you worked in a place in Cle- another place in Cleveland, like a wine store yeah. and a coffee shop. And what was that place shop. called again? You know, what you guys gotta do your research. Was it Cork and Beans? Because I'm pretty sure it was Cork and Beans. <laughs> it was Cork and Beans. <laughs> I can't believe you said that, Danny. He's gonna murder you. Yeah. We're gonna beat incredible. that out. Uh, We're gonna beat that out. Gary's giving me the thumbs up, so yeah. I think that's Cork and Beans. Gary's been with some wild stories about cork and beans. Uh, no, it was a coffee shop in a wine store. Oh, I get it. <laughs> so you get it? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Joseph, have you ever worked in a coffee shop? I have not, no. But you have coffee at your place that you work now. Y- yes. Wait, where do you work now? I work at Trader Joe's. Oh, do you guys got any sales coming up? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have sales. Can you give me some coupons? Uh, no, I, we don't have coupons. Wait. Give me some coupons. Some okay, people, I'll, I'll make up coupons for you, and you can come in and some people pick you up. who have been on this podcast consider Trader Joe's their favorite coffee shop because <laughs> oh, they that's can, true. That has been said. They can by go in, yeah, by Hillary, your ex girlfriend. Yeah, that's um, fun. <laughs> I said some- Gordon and Beans. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Seems like it left on good terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She likes Trader Joe's because yeah. of and coffee it. samples. Well, because well, it's the free. little carafe in the back. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. One and also, all for for employees, you can get free coffee. Yeah. Sure. But um. But they have like those little samples, and people will come in with their mugs I've done it. and wow, just fill them mugs. Wow. We I've don't done say it. anything. Yeah. We're just like, oh, that's not for that. Mm. It's really that's it was actually diminishing returns on uh, confronting people about stealing. Yeah, stuff. I mean, when you're offering something <laughs> for free, that's in general policy. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Wait, wait a minute. Besides your papers, <laughs> newspapers. That would be hard. Yeah. They're just hanging up, Napkins. waiting to be stolen. Napkins. Sure. That water and that sure, beautiful the paper if you cream bring, like, a backpack theft. Into the cream theft. Cream theft. <laughs> cream, cream abuse. Wait, 
I don't know if we're there yet, but whose yeah. idea was it to put comics out? Uh, that kind of happened naturally in the shop. It was, uh, we always want to have reading material out, and it's sort of our, I mean, it's our idea to put up a uh, sort of bar in the wall that we can clip uh, newspapers, periodicals. And then uh, <coughs> early on, we had a, uh, a colorful customer. Uh, you have to say his name. Who is it? This is going to be is the it? most bleeps we've ever <laughs> No, 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 you have to no, say his name no, because... His, his name's Jefferson. Because he's an institution. Oh, he is Jefferson, an institution. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a president. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, he's not a president? No, it was a president. Of what? Uh, call him Thomas Jefferson? Dare. Thomas Jefferson a president? Yes. Yes. Okay, it was. I he wasn't was sure if he was the yes. one who wasn't. Or well, we call him Franklin. 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 He's on yeah. the run, though. Yeah, yeah, Jefferson didn't invent right, anything. He's just a president. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Jefferson did invent some things. What did he invent? Well, one of the things he invented was he... Adultery? Uh, Whoa, oh yeah, see? the first one. Yeah, he, that. he, he invented that. No, he had a thing. He invented uh, the swivel chair. Oh, and the one with the, with Wait, the is screw? That the one, like spinning around in a circle? Is yeah. that true? Well, I'll yeah. do it right now. Like a piano stool Thank that you, keeps Jefferson. going higher and higher? No, no, like just a, like a chair that you could spin like around. Like a ball bearing. Yeah, ball bearing. Yeah. Ball bearing. Hmm. And then he also, he had a thing where he had a pen that was connected to another pen, so he oh. could make copies of all his letters and notes. A ditto machine. Basically what it Whoa. was, yeah. Um, yeah he did so he, so he, everything that he wrote, he had a copy of, so wow. when he wrote his letters, he had his own copy of it. That's brilliant. Anywho, Jefferson. You should be president. <laughs> I so, love Jefferson. Oh, yeah, so. He used to come into my coffee yeah, shop. Yeah, Jefferson's great. He drinks coffee all over goddamn town. Yeah, wow. yeah he does. Uh, and he was an early yeah, supporter of uh, ours. And very, it, very early. Very early, yeah, when we had our little pop-up before we had the shop. And uh, at some point, he asked if he could, he had some extra comics. He asked if we, he could bring him in, like, that put on our coffee table for customers to read, and uh, it was a. Uh, I think the first thing we had out was a series of Batman that mm. was written by Grant Morrison. Nice, that's a good run. And, mm. and he's a big Grant Morrison fan, so that was like the first thing. And we were like, "Yeah, that's cool." Like a customer has an idea for something people might be interested in. Mm. People were really interested in it, and then it kept growing. And then uh, when we hired. Aiden uh, Fitzgerald, who a former accident on purpose, a former yes. uh, accident client. Um, what do you call him? Uh, client? Yeah, guess. 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 Yeah. Uh, he hired us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had podcast. <laughs> he had worked for Fanographics and is a an illustrator and comic artist. So he kind of brought an independent uh, yeah, sensibility. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, influence to the collection. Yeah. So do, do does anyone ever try to like unload crap on you? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, all, all the time, time. Like, all the time. Like National Geographic yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah well, we actually have. Yeah, we well, did. that was early on. We yeah. we still have like a stack of National Geographic yeah. from like the '90s or '80s that oh, someone donated. So years. Yeah. But uh, sweet. God. But I pulled all the maps out. Oh well, yeah. Fuck <laughs> that then. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, for the most part, we try not to accept stuff unless it's like you know real quality. Is there anything like really bizarre that people try to unload? How bizarre? Uh, we got how bizarre. We had a really interesting. <laughs> Don't encourage us. We had a really interesting experience uh, recently with. I think actually one of the employees sort of handled this, but there's a there's like a, f- a feminist comic that's called Bloody Pussy. Bloody Pussy, yeah. yeah we had them we on had the uh, publishers. Oh, oh, cool, cool. Okay, so I had never heard of it. Yeah. 
But this woman came no, in. No, they brought in when I was working. And, oh, you yeah, were there. Yeah. Okay, Tim should tell the story because I just got it second hand. Well, you uh, look like you're getting a little red, Danny. Well, well. it's called bloody pussy. <laughs> I don't. That's, that doesn't come you're up. You're not allowed to say that on Amber. It's a feminist so. rag. Oh, so you're. <laughs> is that what it's called? That's the subtitle. I think that's yeah. the tagline. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a subtitle. Yeah, that's a high five you just heard. Commentator, color commentator, by and Tim here. But what's weird was Joseph high-fied himself. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like clapping. It wasn't that satisfying. Yeah, it's like a FX studio. <laughs> they, uh, I was working with someone, and uh, this lady came in and uh, was, you know, holding like a newspaper kind of thing, and was asking uh, one of my coworkers about it, and. Uh, she's like, oh, I think maybe you should talk to uh, Tim. And so she, this uh, very nice lady was like, hey, I got this uh, got sort this. of like independent uh, kind of comic zine thing. And um, she's like, I know it's like it's kind of racy. I don't know if it's kind of your uh, if you want to have it here. But I wanted to like offer and see if you guys want to want to stock it or, or keep it here. And I was like, well, yeah, it's like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Let me see it. And then she showed me the cover, this thing called Bloody Pussy, and it's, uh, I mean, the cover itself is pretty graphic, but uh, immediately I was like, oh, I see what you're, I see what you're saying. And, and she knew that. And she, and she knew that that would be like the reaction. that we like would want. Yeah, and I was well. like, I was like, on principle, like I'm kind of like interested in like keeping this here, but I like. It's like you gotta understand that it, it you know maybe wouldn't fly. It's like I need to discuss it with a couple of people, and then oh, Danny and I talked about it, and it's yeah, it's it's, it's cool, like a lot but of it's kids also it's a lot of kids and, and like, like your kids, like my like kids, kids. <laughs> <laughs> specifically my. What does kids. Francis think about? Yeah, that's not something you read to him before going to bed. So, so no no shit. Uh, I told her to go to your place. Wow. She came into my That's record great. store with a few and she was like, Hey, do you think it'd be okay? And I looked at him like, Yeah, yeah, sure, I'll put that out. Yeah, and yeah. then we were talking for a minute and she was like, she was like, Yeah, so what? I was trying to think of other places I could go to to drop this off. I'm like, oh, I would take it to analog. I didn't even think about That's that. That's incredible. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. My sensibilities about like what is acceptable. Oh, it's fine. Is, well, like I don't know. Well, we tried to push some of that stuff. But no, but. Like, no, you're you're right. Like, yeah. it's like a whole bunch of like, yeah, like Batman comics, and then the cover, Bloody Pussy. If you have, what is it? There's is already. It just, uh, it's like um, labia. Are there what? labia involved? No, there's mostly only boobies. labia. There's a lot of boobies. <laughs> don't say boobies. Ever again. I, I agree with you, Nicole. Do I didn't not like hear you. I think for me, the gestures that. that went yeah, along with the <laughs> word boobies. God, this is not a video. Uncle Danny, you are not Whoa. allowed to say that So anymore. we've said cork and beans <laughs> and Uncle Danny in this episode. We're going to have Boobies's a real harsh meeting like at this. this. Oh, That's much better. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> so my hey. cell phone, I dropped it in dog shit last week. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I tried to, uh, I doused it in... Gasoline? No. <laughs> I doused it in hand sanitizer because that's all I had on me at the time. That's strange. And uh, I thought the alcohol would help absorb the moisture. And then my phone what? froze. No, no that's not a property of alcohol. Then my phone froze the other day because of all the moisture that got in it. And then I stuck it in rice, but then the rice got stuck in the USB charger or the whatever. The is this an episode of Mr. Bean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, listen, this is about censorship. 
So I took it to this. <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait to hear all this yeah, about censorship. Circle so I took it to this place in South Lake Union to get my phone fixed, and there was rice stuck in the charging port, and there the was shit right. under the screen. And I like cracked that. the screen trying to fix the shit, and they had this big wall with all these little post-it notes on it that said, you know, all the wacky reasons people broke their phone. One of them was like, gave it to a meth dealer to hold. One of it was like, had sex on top of it. Some racy, inappropriate, and like, I don't know, illicit shit. So I wrote, drop my phone in dog shit, because I thought that was so funny. And I left for 20 minutes to go get a cup of coffee. Not an analog, sorry. <laughs> you were in South Lake Union. <laughs> Why don't you guys open a South Lake Union branch? Mm, yeah, just wait, we're maybe inside a cell phone store soon. And then I went back and my post-it was gone. They had taken it down and the guy said, I was like, oh, I just wrote a thing about what happened to my phone. He's like, oh yeah, I'd take it down because kids come in here. Whoa. Because of the word shit. And mm. they had meth dealers and I had sex on my phone. Oh yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, Up that's weird. No, yeah, fuck those people. Yeah, censorship. Yeah, that's why. Why are you guys in cahoots with this iPhone? No, phone? I'm on your <laughs> I'm on your side about the bloody pussy thing, but the the dog shit thing. I'm not surprised, Joseph. Well, there's boobies on it. <laughs> why are kids Why are kids buying cell phones? Oh, is that good question? Ooh. Good question. That's the I don't know. Yeah, we serve four-year-olds coffee all the time. Oh, all but the time. I, I would not sell them a cell phone. Don't be overstimulated. Young. Yeah. So I was uh, like a couple weeks ago. I was on a, a bus coming back from Wenatchee, and there was two. As you are want to do. Yeah. As I'm oh. bus, bus plug. <laughs> bus plug. <laughs> <But> there was <laughs> bus company was bus Uncle Dan. <laughs> Oh, That's the name of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but there was like, I, I couldn't figure out the exact relationship, but like a woman who's like probably like in her like early 20s with two kids. And then like, it wasn't a sister. She's probably their mother. No, but so then there was like a, then there was like a sister or friend. I couldn't figure out because they kept saying things like your dad. And but they, they were Stop acting on. like sisters, and it was, but they grew, I don't know, it was just really weird. But anyways, they were, there was probably like, the one was probably three and the other one was probably five. And they were letting them drink those like Starbucks uh, mocha like in a glass bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Frappuccino. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, they're fucking kids and they're just letting them drink it. And I was like, holy shit. Holy Sometimes shit. kids will come into Trader Joe's after school and if we don't catch them, they'll pour co- like get a free coffee wow. sample. How and, like, old are they? That's, kids, okay, that's kids like being, you know, like rapscallions. Yeah. But Whoa, this is what? like parents like, <laughs> no, no, like it's consensual. Yeah. 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 That might have actually been my first coffee. Now that you mentioned it, I like oh, remember right, having right. one of those in high school. It's delicious. It was delicious. Let's, they let's are all delicious. have one. <laughs> why didn't we bring it? Why didn't we bring right coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, speaking of French, what are some of, like, the weirdest things people have tried to order? Because you, okay, first off, for our listeners who haven't gone to Analog, you have a very simple menu. It's one of the reasons I really like you guys. It's a very, just bare bones, just what you need. No bullshit. No fucking, you know... No sugar-free vanilla. Do you have you don't have syrup at all? We vanilla, and vanilla, we have vanilla chocolate, chocolate. Vanilla chocolate. <laughs> yeah. which we, we yeah. make it. Well, chocolate. Yeah. I, so. consider, I mean, I, I support you vanilla put that and on chocolate. Everything. Some people what? say that's a sauce. Yeah. Only on popcorn <laughs> sure. and you know rice. Yeah, well, popcorn. Danny, yeah, you have a favorite coffee rice. drink. I wonder if they would make it for you. 
Oh, well, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Edit it out. All right. Uh, the cork and beans. Right. Oh, for fuck's I didn't say it. Don't look at me. Look at your other co-host. I said it. But, uh, so yeah, you have, like, a very basic, uh, you know, bare bones menu. So what is some of, like, the weirdest, dumbest shit that people try to order? Like, Red Bull... Do you think people try to buy monster drinks from you? So a lot of shot in the dark. Never happened. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple, few shot in the darks a day. Yeah. yeah. I don't. know What is a shot in the dark? It's a espresso, espresso and drip coffee. In a oh, coffee. that's fine. That's so yeah. yeah it's not Look, that. I'm just spitballing it's here. A, it's a little intense, but well, stop it's, spitballing. Yeah, I'm it's not spitballing. That's. I mean, that's just. Yeah, that's, we mean, get. We occasionally get requests for blended drinks, and that's something that's like. Never like ever, a Starbucks ever gonna happen. Yes. Yeah, do you, do you do pumpkin spice coffee? Things? No, yeah. no. Thank you. No. Um, yeah, we stay out of the seasonal. Stuff. I don't think white chocolate should have ever been a thing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of requests for that, mostly from construction have to workers. Bleep that out later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting like five of these. Uh, can you make like four of them white chocolates? Yeah. Construction workers yeah. drink pretty crazy. Like lots of extra yeah. shots, lots of sugar. Yeah, they're yeah. outside. They're cold. yeah, they're, they're working they're hard. They're, sure. they're drinking their meals. Yeah. They're drinking their no, meals. I, I, there's a construction. They also work. yeah, they, they also like they take breaks for. Like they eat, they're also they eat like, and drink their meals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're working like hard us. for that. <laughs> I give them the give them the sandwich. Give them the white chocolate mocha. They want Nicole. No, have them eat healthy. They'll feel better and have more energy to work harder. What are you doing? You're a terrible rights activist for construction. I workers. think people have the right of their own body to decide. What I mean, I do, do too. I'm just body. saying, like, why would you want to? Anyway, let's not. Well, go we're not going <laughs> to enable anyone to have a okay, like, six-shot okay, white chocolate. On <laughs> like the other end, what, like, do you get distributors coming in being like, "Hey, this is the product you need to be stocking." Kind of. I mean, as like a business, I think something Danny and I have been surprised about is the amount of. Yeah, sort of offers and businesses that try to solicit our our business. Just and mostly through email these days, which is kind of nice. Thing. So not like, like you can ignore it. You literally just ignore it. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's rarely people come in. Or you can forward it to accentsonpurpose at gmail dot com. Accentsonpurposepodcast at gmail dot com. Wait, wait, wait. What was like the first day that you opened the shop like? Were you really nervous? Like well, no one came uh, in for first, first though. Yeah, well, I'm saying the actual shop. Yeah, that was not uh, the pop, the shop. June 2000. Was the first person to come in and did they ask for change? Was that like the first? Uh, no, we first? had a little line. It no, was, but I think one. Yeah. Of, well, one of my friends was. Uh, my friend Jordan was was potentially like the first customer. Well, that's at the pop up. But at the shop too, he came on the oh, first really? day, but he didn't bring any money. Like both oh, times, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Not a good yeah. friend. And, no, that's and that's our friend, our friend Christina, she was the first customer. So we have two dollar bills. Up, you know, our first two dollar bills. Those are both her dollar bills. Yeah, that's true. So she was our like one of our really good friends. Was our first customer at pop up. And then maybe one of our neighbors from across the street. Maybe Michael Bates. Oh, yeah, one was, of co-workers. Michael Bates. Yeah. I have a yeah. picture from... Michael Bates is a um, a Co- former barista. Coffee legend. Yeah, coffee legend. And then became uh, a bartender. Bartender legend. A bartender legend. Legendary worker. So Michael Bates and I used to work every Saturday morning together at Vivace. Another plug. And Tim and Danny used to come in and get macchiatos. They love those drinks. And That's it true. was kind of when I was first starting out, and I wasn't that good at making milk or making latte art. And I used to get 
so nervous when you guys came in at like 6.45 on Saturday morning. Yeah, because you, you guys opened before we did. Yeah, did, and I would beg show. Michael to like, show. I would be like, Michael, please make their drinks. She I'm handled so herself nervous. like a pro. I was so nervous in front I of you guys because I knew you guys were so great. You were opening Analog. Because I remember, I remember when you guys were working on the store. It was right when Jason and I were opening up Spin Cycle. Yeah, another and it was plug funny because he yeah plug for the store that I work at. But uh, he used to live down the block from you, and we'd walk by and we'd hear like the circular saw, and like that was the same shit we were dealing with, and we were like really excited. Like, I don't know. We felt even before you opened, we felt a like kinship. a kinship. With yeah, you. for yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you guys remember the first... So you guys play a lot of records at your coffee uh-huh. shop. Um, the, my favorite record that I ever heard there was a Shangri-La's one. Ooh. Oh, yeah. 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 That one uh, you were playing it, I Oh, think. okay. Uh, it's not my time. record, but yeah, I'll, I play Shangri-La's. Um, I love do you guys remember the first record from Spin Cycle that you bought for oh, Analog that's Coffee? That's a good question. That's oh, a great good question. <clears throat> good thing I'm here. <laughs> Asking the important question. <laughs> for the first time they enjoyed a question. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't remember. I don't remember. Do I don't remember buying any. any well, I remember. Oh, yeah, I in the beginning, it was a lot yeah. of used stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So it must have been something used. I, I mean, I I can say that one of my favorite records that I own, I got from Spin Cycle, uh, which is uh, Go Between's record from the eighties, oh, cool. uh, Liberty Bell and the Black Diamond Express. Uh, cool. Go Between's one of my favorite record or one of my favorite bands, and uh, it's really hard to find their records used in person cool outside of the internet and it's the only time i've seen one especially and it was like a reasonable price awesome uh Good job spin cycle it was like i i think i again that name is spin i think cycle. i i think i told jason at the time and he's like oh cool and i was like no it's like it's like you don't understand it no, it's like, really cool no it's really cool it sounds like jason yeah. Yeah. oh cool yeah so I went on Yelp to try to find some like funny reviews or something that would be a good joke, but I couldn't really find anything. Why but... do you hate dogs? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> also, there's like a lot of things that are like trying to escape the digital world, like go to Best joke. Yeah. What's the worst? A lot of the name? digital like jokes. Yeah. Are... Well, that's the the only joke is. Yeah. What about digital coffee? Yeah, hey. that's the whole, that's you're like, hey, use a record player. It's truly analog, and it's like, yeah. Okay. yeah, it's not that. I mean, record players are awesome. I don't know. Yeah, like, they're really fixated on certain. That things. that's funny because yeah, because like the how we the name was like the last thing we came up with, and the rest of the shop we had ideas for. And uh, wait, 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 wait. Was, was, what were some of the other potential shortlist? Oh, names? well, I, I don't Danny's know. Danny's dream. We could sell, yeah, Danny's dream. Tim's I only remember the joke one. Yeah, we we have a lot of we still have like a long list if yeah. we ever like do something There's else. Dutch but. Bros, one of them. <gasps> no. I yeah. love Dutch Bros. Have you ever gone to Dutch Bros? <laughs> no. no, my favorite coffee shop in the with country. the windmills. Okay, wait. So I okay. So over the summer, <laughs> Nicole and I and a few other people, we drove down to the Bay Area mm-hmm. and we kept seeing Dutch bros and it, it looks like they bullshit. had beautiful neon signs with windmills no. it looked it was so majestic looking we had to go are there so some in Oregon yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay I've and seen then, them yeah and then yeah, in California too. so we spent the night in Eureka me and Nicole got into a big fight big fight big fight about advertising about advertising kind of. the next morning we took some, <laughs> took some pictures of some TVs and some garbage cans <laughs> As, as a way to make amends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then Nicole was like, we have to go to Dutch Bros. Do you want to tell the story or do you want me to? Keep going. Okay. I'll, I'll chime in. And so we, we, Nicole was like, okay, we have to go to Dutch Bros before we leave. We just have to do it. 
And so the sign was so beautiful. And it was like right across the street from our hotel. And so we're in line to uh, go. And there's like there's like some people are just like standing in line. It's only a drive. It's only place. a drive up. Yeah. And but so there's cars, but then there's some people just standing in between the cars. In between the cars. And like we get to like close, we get up close to it, and it is like a basically a rave going on in there. They're like blast. They're blasting Katy Perry and like Iggy Azalea. They're like, all everyone's 17. like dancing. Yeah, they they're all, all have, having like, the best summer of their lives. They're <laughs> high school. Like their shirts That's are tied in the knots to show off their you know, oh mid. They're all wearing Dutch Bros. That reminds me of the early days of Alan. <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> but then like. Like one of them was like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, it was a what was the name? Brian or Tim? No, or? it was like well, it, Chad. It, it, was it, was Chad. Chad. it was like Chip yeah. or something. Just say it's Chad. No, it wasn't Chip. It wasn't that bad. We ordered four coffees, and one person wanted. I don't know. We all got iced coffees, and she was like, "Excellent, awesome, iced yeah. coffees!" And then yeah. she was like, "Oh my god, fucking you know, Jared's coming!" And she said to her like coworkers, "Like, oh, Jared!" And Nicole's like, "Oh my god, who's Jared? Want to meet Jared?" And we all turn around, and there was a car. Jared's right behind us. And so there's a car, but then there was like a homeless guy that looked like Alan Moore, and I was like, "Oh my god, I hope it's not him." And she's like, "You guys want to meet Jared? Awesome!" But then it turned out it was just a dude who worked at another one. Yeah, and another so, Dutch So he came up and he's like, what's up, guys? <laughs> and we're like, Jared, how you doing? And like, I was like in the passenger seat, just like pissed off. And, and I was loving laughing. It. I was peeing my pants. Oh my God, I was <laughs> it sounds great. I wish I was really there. Actually. His name wasn't Jared, but the way she... I, she said something like, Jared's so fly. Oh, that, that's exactly <laughs> what she said. But I was really wow. proud it was going to be that That's guy. incredible. Uh, Dutch Bros and the coffee, the iced coffee we got, four large iced coffees, reasonable price, pretty okay. Just and fine. I had a good time. I laughed before eight in the morning. That That's is good. a full plug. That yeah. is. <laughs> what did you say about analog? You're no. right. Oh, I Nicole never... was one of our early customers. She was. Yeah. I, was yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, a lot. I've, yeah. I've had some good times at analog. <laughs> one, time no more, was, yeah. one time was the um, holiday party that you all had, oh, sure. oh, and I uh, I flirted with one of your sisters. Oh. I won't say which one. Okay. And your Got mom made yeah. your mom made the most amazing Chex Mix I've. Made. It was yeah. good. Chex Mix. I, I mean, yeah, like good. my yeah. friends and I talk about it. Yeah. We still talk about it. Wow. I saw Chex Mix at Gross Out today, and I thought of your mom. And That's I was awesome. like, I'm not buying this. I'll tell her. Or she'll, she might listen. Oh, my God. She was excited to hear we were going on a podcast. She's oh, great. Yeah. She'll she make makes, you some. If she makes you. the best yeah. Chex Mix. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, You're going to get a bunch of the mail. Oh, now. my God. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm sorry. She was excited to hear that we were going on an AM, AM radio, radio show. I mean, just like Well, we do a podcast, too. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. For people Once you record the radio show, you might as well put on the Stitcher, if that means absolutely anything to anybody. <laughs> I don't know. Is we that signed a, up for it. Is that I, a, I hardly know her? Is, no. Oh my God. Yeah, that, is that for knitting enthusiasts? No, it's like a it's like an app you can listen to podcasts through, but sure. I don't know who has you it. You said but. wait. So speaking, my mom listens to this podcast. Speaking of, you, 
You, you repeat told, Wait, you said on a podcast that you say what? Again. Your don't lips are never sealed. Don't say it. Don't say it. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Was that my mom key? quotes that joke that I made oh. that was extremely inappropriate. Well, I think it's time you tell. I didn't hear that episode. I think it's time you tell Danny. And no, no, no. Let's move on. But another <laughs> story. Don't encourage his joke. He does that every time. I ran into Danny at the. Uh, the co-op last week, Central Co-op at 16th and Madison. That's right. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> you need to make some money off this episode. Uh, it was about 11... Just click and fucking accidental <laughs> fucking tweet you where to get the barcode to fucking do it. Oh my god. I was making dinner for my friend that night and I had uh, a bottle of wine and some other incidentals in my basket. <laughs> and Danny commented on how I was buying some lunch wine at 11.30 in the morning. I was really embarrassed. And I was so glad I was going to be on this podcast so I could explain that I was making dinner for someone later in the day. And that you and your daughter... I'm just glad you had enough time to come up with a good enough I story. Know. <laughs> yeah. I think you worried it, too much. It was, it was lunch wine. That's why she needs the lunch wine. It was lunch wine. Oh. Wait, so speaking of mail, Nicole, oh, I, think, I think you have something. There is something really great in your correspondence corner. Now it's time for correspondence court. Um, there's a postcard that was supposed to be mailed to you on July 6, 2015, <laughs> but uh, someone, me, was drinking okay. too much lunch wine and forgot to send it. Uh, so here but we Danny and I, that road trip that we took to Dutch Bros Ooh. in Eureka. Well, you gotta read it to them. Uh, oh, okay. Read it to, read yeah, it right <laughs> I was gonna give it to them. Read it to them. It's a live postcard. When Danny and I took our road trip, the first stop we made was analog as per all of our requests yeah. to get coffee for the road and to have good coffee for the road. Uh, and I, my ex-girlfriend's brother threw this uh, grumpy cafe postcard in my Christmas stocking this year. I've been there. Yeah, I've been there, and uh, I thought, oh, cool, we'll give it to the analog guys. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> July 6th. Obviously, we didn't get this postcard in the... Hmm? Obviously, we didn't get this postcard in the bay on our most recent trip, but we've been saving it for a special someone for a while. Thanks for starting our road trip off right. Love, Danny, Nicole, Meg, and Rachel. And there's some little doodles on it that you can't really read over the air. That's really sweet. Uh, mug with steam doodle. Ooh! Heart doodle <laughs> and runs doodles. monster truck doodle. Vr- vroom. It says vroom and there are speed lines. Oh, I thought it was farting. Speed lines? Oh, or it's farting. Speed lines? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boobies. Well, it's really... <laughs> It's really nice. Anyway. It is uh, addressed really to Danny and Andrew. <laughs> oh, um, Andrew McKibben, shout out to him, was working that day. I love him. He's oh, so it. wonderful. Got it. Tim, you weren't there, but you are the proprietor, so. Yeah. Owner and operator. We call him Hollywood. I yeah. love yeah. Andrew so much. So we were running out of time. We're running out of time. Really? We didn't even get to talk about anything yet. But uh, we have a very important question. If Universal Studios buys the rights to Analog, Mm -hmm. who is going to play each of you in the movie? And if you want to name any of your staff, which half of your staff has been on the podcast already. (laughs) What they have. Not Claire. Not Andrew. Well, they don't work there anymore. Claire's ex-staff. Andrew is current staff. Yeah. Andrew? Andrew should be on the podcast. He should Andrew be should. on. He's in a lot of bands. Yeah, bands are good. Is he in Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie's not really around. Stephanie's not really around. But he has. A, he he, he and her to, have yeah. a label. Yeah, Stephanie's not around anymore. Couple skate. Couple skate. He's in FF. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it was we should talk about vibrations. Yeah, and yeah. women was great. Oh, well, oh, yeah. well, first let's do the movie question. Oh, sure, sure. Okay. Vibrations the movie or? No. Oh, got Analog it. the movie. Well, because Sarah, we already decided she'd be played by, what's, what's the actress from Obvious Child? Oh, Jenny Slate. Slate. I love her. I oh, think there would be a good uh, yeah. I can see that. Uh, so we'll, we'll, pa- we'll pause so that you guys can think. Yeah, can I choose I one for question. Tim? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. I yeah. can do this. <laughs> Should we do it that way? Yeah, do it that way. Okay. <laughs> what, what age range are we going? They have to be alive. Oh. It, it, it was it like boyhood? It has to be like now. It's like uh, you're casting it now. I want to cast Mark Jacobs, the fashion designer for Tim. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. Because he went through a period where he wore like really big glasses and he wore a lot of sweaters. And he looked you know, like his, his, uh, and, like, dog, his dog, Neville Jacobs, I follow on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And that dog is fucking adorable. You sure. follow a dog on sure. Instagram? She yeah. only follows dogs on Instagram. <laughs> she true. has standards, yeah. Tim. No, no, that's actually wow. true. Uh, you should be Mark Jacobs. Mark Jacobs should be you. Wow. Hmm. Danny, uh, if I you think... ever want to get pissed off at like rich kids who fucking blow, Larry David's daughters are on Instagram, and <gasps> all they do is post pictures of how rich they are. Oh, I don't want to really know anything. He procreated. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I just want Larry David in my mind. I don't want yeah. anything else. Yeah, yeah. Larry David. Yeah. yeah. What? I'm sorry, Nicole. Some people don't judge people on looks. A lot of people also, look. yeah. Also, Why am I judging him on looks? I think he's an asshole. I don't think asshole should have so many children. Because wow. they make asshole children, no, as wait, we prove. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'll disagree with you because, no, this I'm, this this really bugs You me. disagree with me? Yes, I disagree with you. You took a picture of someone and took it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That guy was Adam Levine. No, that's so, not okay. So something that pisses me off is like sometimes like when like people are going to like have kids their friends are like oh it's great that like good people are having kids all right you as a parent have nothing to do with how good your kid's gonna be i know people who are shitheads and they had beautiful parents i know people who are amazing people and had shitty parents i mean like the idea that like oh if you're like a good person you're gonna have good kids bullshit the idea that if you're a bad person you're gonna have bad kids bullshit i'm sorry danny (laughs) Because I know you have two kids. <laughs> and I'm sure you're a wonderful father. But no, like... You saw him crying there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was sweat, but... <laughs> AM but no, radio listeners, I was crying. You know, <laughs> we get down to dirty things here. No, I, I know fucking... Yeah, no. So there's, I don't... It just annoys me when people are like, Oh, we're, we're... My friends are cool, so their kids are going to be cool. You don't know that. Yeah, you could have like an Alex P. Keaton or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim, who would play? You really understood what he said. Well, I think Jason Segel. Oh, oh! oh. He came. I love that choice. He came in their coffee shop. Yeah, I was going to the bathroom number two, and my friend (laughs) was on the bar for me while I was in there. And as soon as I got out, Jason Segel and Michelle Williams were there. Whoa! Wow! And I got really nervous, and I said. Oh my god, thank you for coming to my coffee shop. And then they thought when I said my coffee shop, they meant You owned it. I owned it. And I was like, oh no, David Schomer owns it. And then I was like, how's it going? And blah blah blah. Do you oh. think if you hadn't gone to the bathroom before you would have shit your pants when you saw him? I was gonna shit my pants regardless. <laughs> yeah. So uh, speaking of celebrities, you had a special visitor today. Today. Yeah. Didn't you have a special visitor today? 
Not today. It was yesterday. A few days ago. Over okay, the weekend. Yeah. Sunday. Who was oh, it? Sunday. Alton Brown. Who is Holy on... shit! I Good know. Eats Food yeah. Network? Yeah, I know. Get the fuck out of here! Huge, huge oh Alton Brown God. fans Me right too. here. Yeah. He 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 videotaped himself <gasps> holding a shaky coffee cup. Next right in front to of our side. sign. And yeah. can I tell you? It has 150,000 views, which is awesome. the most the most exposure we'll probably ever get. Yeah, well, until, I'm sorry. Until, until we get bought out. No, until this podcast goes out. And then, yeah, right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Oh, what's, nine, what's, your list, what's your listener base right now? Well, live when it's on AM radio. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> wow. Podcast. Thirteen <laughs> thousand. Alton Brown. Yeah. Alton Brown. It's a big that's deal. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's he, cool. Do you remember what he ordered? Wait, we you, weren't. We none weren't of us there. knew you were there. Oh. And and the people that were working didn't know who he was. Oh. Oh. No, actually, that's cool. it's okay. No, that's I think cool. it's cool. I think yeah, it's, it's cool. kind of yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of cool that Mama he. Mia. No, but we. I mean, it's it's cool because we're at a point where we don't have to be there every day, and we have a great staff, so we can like trust that he had a good experience. Yeah. You know, and it, it's like it would have been normal. Yeah. Which. Yeah. <laughs> That's the time. That's the time. Alton Brown makes the best macaroni and cheese. <laughs> His recipe for macaroni and cheese is through the roof. So anyway, so this uh, we're t- t- today is early November. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh sure. And Halloween Halloween was really fun. Uh, I just, I had a hot dog costume and I combined it with a police officer costume and I was officer hot dog. And I shaved my beard and mustache. I shaved my beard and left my mustache to have it be part of like the cop, like, you know, mustache cop. And then just for one day, I decided to give myself a Charlie Chaplin mustache. Uh, and a lot of people were like, oh, hey, Danny, that's funny that you have that mustache. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a Charlie Chaplin mustache. And they're like, oh, actually, I was going to say it's somebody else. It's the guy from Sparks. Because the guy from Sparks <laughs> has a very similar Charlie Chaplin mustache. That's the only other person I can think of with that yeah. mustache. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Anyway, we talk- it was very unpopular. We talked about Sparks <laughs> a few podcasts ago. That's true. Yeah, one of my uh, favorite podcast viewers uh there was uh, two of our coworkers, Sarah, uh, Sarah Strun, and Aiden Fitzgerald. Your employees. How did you? F- employees. Uh, how did you pick that one as your favorite, Tim? Well, it was the only one that I'd listened to. Prior <gasps> to <this. laughs> but it was you just spilled. <laughs> Anyways, continue. So, uh, and you brought up, uh, or somebody brought up Sparks on that podcast. I believe it was Aiden, not to call him out, and he mentioned an album that we have called Big Boy, and I I felt like I should bring up that it's not called Big Boy, although the first song on it is called Big Boy. The album's called Big Beat. Damn. And Beat. Sparks album from 1976. Uh, and you know what? Uh, Gary, you should have caught that. Gary just lit a cigarette. And oh, no. <laughs> it, it's, an, it's an incredible album, and yeah, you know, we're all big Sparks fans and analog, so it's, uh, it's, it's lovely to hear him in the first up. place. Somebody should be fact-checking this. You folks sell (laughs) coffee at many of the festivals. Yeah. How did that start? We sell coffee at two festivals. Which ones? (laughs) The main ones. I hate festivals, and the only two I go to are the ones that you sell at. So we started selling coffee at Vibrations Music Festival, which is put on by Cairo. Um, 
Yeah, our listeners would know more about it, except Cairo refused to come on the radio and talk about it. That's true. Cairo, what are they, what are they calling themselves? They said Something and gallery? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Cairo store and prism. gallery. Prism. Prism. No, prism's a Prism's ballad, a different but one. But it's the same. Yeah. Yeah, so folks. it's a art and music-focused store and gallery and an event space and a they do, yeah. workshop space. They um, had a really good Elmo it's, photo show once that Danny and I There to. is a notary public who's there. Whoa. Really? It's, no. I think Cairo is <laughs> a very... A very important part of our specific community. I agree. Absolutely. On, on Summit, Summit Slope neighborhood. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, that part of Capitol Hill. And so we were really eager to be involved in anything they were doing. And so Vibrations is a super cool, free outdoor music festival where people just go and... I've had fun there and I bought your coffee there. There you go. Same. Was so, it, wasn't it one year there that someone came up and asked you guys if you came up with cold coffee? Am I wrong about that? Well, mm-hmm. I thought there was like someone. I don't know if that's. Asked. I don't know if that's something that actually happened, but <laughs> but but we were remarking this year that every year, people's uh, familiarity with iced coffee and cold brew in particular mm-hmm. grows so yeah. this year it was normal but the first year everyone thought we were selling beer because our sign said cold brew yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i remember when when i first heard about cold brew i was like what is like and yeah. toddy i kept hearing the word toddy yeah and joe that's toddy. a yeah and people, and then people would be like my last name's Tady, so people would be like hey joe toddy and be like that's not that funny <laughs> i know danny about, i know I, about, I know i know about toddy from my days at cork and beans <laughs> <laughs> So, you accepted it. So Tani's oh. just the brand name of the brewer. Right. So uh, it's cold brew just describes a cold brewed coffee. Yeah. So it it's brewed overnight at room temperature. Yeah. You cold guys have the best cold brew. I, I agree. agree. I think it's the best. Oh, it's it's you have the growlers. Yeah. It's growlers. the best. I, I got one of the f- the f- like first round of growlers, and I may have lost it. The white, the white one. I'm, dis- yeah. I'm disappointed. That was a strong one. Yeah, there's been quite a few other colors. Since yeah. Then. The best culprit. Yeah, it's I, I I actually have to say it's we're one pretty of the proud of it. Yeah, we're most yeah. proud of. And yeah. you guys you made that be. cocktail with Montana, that cold brew. Oh yeah, yeah, that was all them, but we did make the cold brew. You made the yeah. cold brew. Yeah, that they, was some of the most fucked up and awake I've ever been. Sure. Yeah. yeah. At the same time. What about the time we were doing key bumps in the bathroom? You what never about- invite <laughs> me when you're doing key bumps, Danny. <laughs> all right, uh, we're gonna have to go soon. Well, we gotta go. We're running out of time. <laughs> The next show is banging on the door. It's fucking, it's a show that a lot of people want to listen to. Yep. Uh, I want to thank uh, our guests, Danny and Tim. Uh, Thanks, Danny and Tim. Thanks for having us. If you want to visit uh, their coffee shop. Actually, one thing I was going to ask you about, you close at Christmas, don't you? Yeah. That's nice. For how long? Between Christmas and New Year's. That's great. Thank you. No. I don't like it. Oh. Oh. No. oh. Poor Danny. Well, you guys open? Yeah, maybe we should reconsider our policies. No, don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't. Well, you, <laughs> guys, you, you reconsidered your Sunday policy. We did. That was well, it wasn't good. a policy. That, no, that, that was a... That was just so... You, it makes what sense. you told me, Tim, was that you had to take Sunday off so that the people you were dating wouldn't dump you. Oh, that's probably that's true. true. That, that's I thought true. that was Danny was very married, smart. but yeah, I'm engaged. You said you wanted to keep your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. 
Still married as of this month. No, and that was you're just with those time. people still because of the Sundays off. And we were working every day. Yeah, we worked six days a week. Hell yeah, you need a day off. We didn't have any employees for eight months. Who was your yeah. first employee? Oh, shit. Claire uh, and Claire. Joe. Claire and Joe simultaneously. At the same time. Oh, really? I yeah. love Joe. Yeah. Thanks. Um, oh, Joe died. Other Joe. Oh. No, that was like. Oh, yeah, I did. That, that was kind of like Tacos Chukas when they first opened. Yeah. It, was, it was just the two dudes. Yeah. And I used to go there like probably five times a week. Like, yeah. No Their cactus taco. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, and five times a week? No. Chukas yeah. is king. No, oh, so, yeah. No, it's funny. Once Alice and I both went and she thought she went there more and she asked the dude to own the place. She's like, who's your better customer? And he looked at both of us and he put his finger up like towards me. <laughs> uh, and then it was weird because then. <laughs> he got employees yeah. and stuff and then there was a line and like I know it's horrible to say but I kind of missed it when no one was going when it's half the size when of, it, yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah yeah no upstairs yeah. what oh no, it was yeah always, was it yeah it's, it's upstairs but now there's like an upstairs to the upstairs but oh, yeah. you can't go up there anyways I mean what yeah you, I know but they just talking uh, about? if you had a coupon but he has yeah wow. it was yeah. so small <laughs> before and now yeah it was yeah. super small it's, yeah. it's so weird I know and they do so so successful at gardening in the windowsills uh, yeah. they get immense pepper plants right. yeah. they get about having good. like growing coffee in the windowsills no no, that's not something we consider. Never considered. Okay. They have nice succulents there, though. They're doing uh, well. They are yeah. surviving. They're they're, they're well. living, living succulents. All right, we gotta go. We gotta uh, go. This has been another week of Access on Purpose. Uh, as it is every week, I've been Danny. I've been Nicole. <laughs> I'm always Joseph. Uh, just remember, keep one finger on the pause button, one foot in the grave. And you know what, listeners? Fuck you for listening. Yeah.